Hey everyone, I'm Walt Swaim and this is Truth Unbound and we are back once again. And the winner of the most attention-grabbing headlines of 2023 was, drumroll please, Artificial Intelligence, or AI. Most are reporting of its dangers, and rightfully so, and we've done the same here at Truth Unbound in previous episodes. Especially when answering the question, where does AI fit into end times prophecy, as expressed in the Bible? But many discover that AI, such as ChatGPT, Bard from Google, and others, have made research, both personal and practical uh, questions, all of that get resolved very quickly and easily and with quality. Now, some Bible teachers and pastors and Bible researchers have also found it to be useful. That has concerned some believers because of the dangers of AI and its very possible future prophetic use by the devil and Antichrist. Okay, so then we've come to a crossroads here. Here's the question. Is AI able to be used by the Christian? If a Christian asks info, even on the Bible from ChatGPT or Bard, are they violating a command or principle in God's word? And if it is to be used for so much evil and take the place of some people's jobs in the future and more, then how can the believer ethically and morally use it as well and have a clear conscience before God? This is huge, and it's going to get bigger. So let's see what God says about it from his word by principle and how we can apply it to regular daily life. Are you ready? Go. Hey everybody, real quick, just a couple of things before we get into our fantastic topic for today. How would you like to stay at home and then study around your work schedule and still get a solid biblically sound degree, whether it's certification, associate of arts, bachelor's, master's, or doctorate? Well, LBU has that for you and at one third of the cost of other Bible colleges and seminaries. Apply today at lbu.edu forward slash apply and get started in getting to know God's word more deeply and to prepare yourself better for ministry in your local church and beyond at LBU. All right. Also, if you want to know how God's word applies to today's culture and social and religious dilemmas and questions that there are every day, then would you click on like on this video, this podcast, click to follow Truth Unbound, and then also you can share it with everyone today, now, with everyone you can. All right, so can the believer use artificial intelligence tools ethically and morally and in obedience to God's word? Let's see. Okay, so AI is advancing way ahead of the ethical and privacy concerns of society and that's not unusual, and it also makes it very dangerous. Now, AI can be used to destroy a reputation in life, such as we've seen with deep fakes, where someone's face is, uh, you, is done with, a, this is all done with AI. Their face is put on another person's body, their voice as well, and made to sound like you, uh, saying and doing things that are definitely not you, but others can't hardly tell the difference or at all. That's a problem. For instance, with uh, Zelensky, the head of the U president of the Ukraine, 
uh, a heavily uh, faked video was made of him, and it was circulated on social media, and it was placed on a news website by hackers uh, just recently before it was finally debunked and removed. Now, this video of Zelensky shows a rendering of the Ukrainian president appearing to tell his soldiers to lay down their arms and surrender the fight against Russia. That's called a deep fake. It ran about a minute long, and it was finally removed, but people thought there for a while it was real. Now, in this case, look at this article. Uh, a young girl was subjected to finding fake porn images and videos of her on social media and internet and destroyed her reputation and unable to remove all of it from the internet. She's still fighting against it today, and there's other cases just like this. Now, there are many of the world's tech leaders and innovators and creators in 2023 especially, many who personally have invested and developed these tools themselves, have warned of the very uh, grave dangers that lie ahead, if not right now, and they described this in an open letter to the AI industry and to the world. They were very, very worried and giving a warning. So knowing already these dangers, let's see first what the believer shouldn't do and then what the believer can do with AI based on the principles of God's word. You ready? Let's do this. Okay then, with AI, what should it not be used for by the follower of Jesus? Well, first of all, don't use it to discern the truth in God's word for you. What I mean by that is that AI, like ChatGPT and the others, should not interpret God's word for you because you've got to remember these programs, as intelligent as and fantastic as they are, are devised by sinful mankind. And the millions of terabytes of data on the internet are programmed and, and filled with data by sinful mankind. And as the scripture tells us, the heart and mind of man is corrupted by sin. Remember that the Bible tells us that you and I, as believers, have the mind of Christ. For instance, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, God's word says this, For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Now, this doesn't mean we have all and perfect knowledge, eternal knowledge of everything as God does. The word mind here is meant to say and is translated in other, area, other verses as understanding. In other words, we as saved believers, recreated in our spirit, soul, and mind by God, are able to get it. We are able to comprehend what God's word says. It's an ability that the person without Christ does not and cannot have. And the minds that create AI do not have this ability, therefore and therefore cannot program AI to have that ability to interpret and understand and comprehend the soul, the understanding of God's word. Another reason not to use AI as a believer is because it does not have the spirit of God dwelling in it to understand and teach God's word like you and me. Listen to this verse in John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, 
but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Also in John chapter 16, verse 13, it says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Now earlier, in the same passage we read earlier in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it also explains this. But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts? except the spirit of that person which is in him. So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God, except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. So clearly, AI is not conscious, does not have a soul and spirit, no matter how convincingly sentient it sounds, it cannot interpret God's word, the heart and soul of God's word for you, because it doesn't have the spirit of God dwelling in it like you, because it has no soul. You say, yeah, 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 I, I get it. But what about research and info for studying the Bible? Well, we'll come back to that in just a moment. Another reason not to use the scripture as a believer is that AI cannot decide moral and ethical issues for you. Again, AI is developed and learning and growing in knowledge and may, may be able to spit out suggestions based on the info it has gathered and learned and the guardrails set for it, within the guardrails set for it by its programmer, but it does not actually understand the heart and substance of what is right and wrong, especially in the context of relationships. It may also give options and suggestions within the laws of the land and for research that might be good in a way, but not beyond that, like a mom, dad, pastor, godly relative, teacher, or friend would advise you based on heart, experience, and understanding God's word. Now, another very crucial reason the believer should not use AI is that the pastor or Bible teacher or student of the word must not use this to create your sermon or Bible study lesson or teaching lesson for you. You see, AI can't replace godly human leadership in preaching, teaching, and worship. It can't, can't replicate and produce for you what you would do in hard-fought, struggling in prayer and thinking and meditation, what God's Word says to let the Holy Spirit teach you. It cannot recreate everything for you in a sermon so that you don't have to do the work for it. It is not your mind, nor is it the mind of God to do that for you. That is something that you and I, as teachers of the word, are called to do, to struggle through, to enjoy, to meditate, to formulate, and to put together in words ourselves from the word, from the Spirit's leading, and to teach that and bring that to others. Now, in another previous episode of Truth Unbound, I showed you how a church in Europe used AI to lead every aspect of the worship service. Also, as you can see uh, the title here in this article, uh, and we'll put these uh, links uh, to this episode and to this article in the description of this video. An American pastor tried this. He did this in his worship service and tried some of this. And he says, 
I'll never, ever do it again, and here's why. Okay, so we've said all that. Now, what is it that the believer can do with AI? How the believer can use AI without violating any biblical principle or command of God in his word? Well, first of all, it can be used for Bible research. Now, wait a minute, Walt. You just said the Bible teacher or, student, uh, or Sunday school teacher should not use it to build sermons, lessons, or even the student to build their, write their seminary papers for them. Yep, I sure did say that. But that doesn't mean and is not the same as using it as a tool for researching facts for building the sermon or lesson or paper that you are putting together for your seminary class. You see, you go to commentaries, lexicons, Bible dictionaries, encyclopedias, Bible encyclopedias for answers, thoughts, commentary, uh, cultural uh, and historical uh, understanding of the passage. And you do that with books all the time. And AI can represent and does represent another source for research to build the sermon or lesson. You can use it like any other source of information. It just must not be the author of the material that you put together with that information to pass on to others for their edification. Remember the warning God gives to those who call other whom he calls to teach and preach the word of God? It says in James chapter 3 verse 1, "My brethren, let not many of you become teachers knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment." But even in its moral and spiritual inability, it is a gold mine of historical and practical information and way faster. Instead of typing in Google or Bing and a lot of links or a list of links is, is presented and you got to go and find the information, uh, AI can tell you in summary or detail, uh, according to your type of question or wording, what it is that you're trying to get information on. And it can bring it all up and you can read it all put together in summary. So for purely biblical historical facts and info over the culture, the people, the language, etc., of the passage you are studying, it's a tremendous, uh, amazing, and quick, robust tool unlike has ever existed before and will only grow in that power for our use. So yes, it is great to use for research. But there's one little catch, okay? One little thing, very important thing to remember. If you look at what it says in the tiny, tiny fine print, for instance, at the bottom of the page of ChatGPT, it says this, ChatGPT can make mistakes. Consider checking important information. Oops. So like the humans that created it, it will still make computing and even factual mistakes. So if using it, do what it suggests. Verify the data it even gives you by doing that, comparing it to other sources. Oh, and there's one last other reminder. The day could come soon that AI like ChatGPT and BARD has learned enough so as to alter answers intentionally in a subtle defiance of God, which will most certainly be the case, as we've discussed before in another episode, in the tribulation period. But we move on. The believer can use AI as a tool to spread the gospel and help make disciples of Jesus. Now, how is that? This, this tool is an incredible one to share the gospel. Take, for instance, uh, the well-known apologist Frank Turek and his recent announcement. Listen to what he says. 
We've teamed up with a group of technological geniuses, some call them nerds, to create our very own proprietary artificial intelligence program that will generate content in over 30 languages. Isn't that amazing? And more and more are going to uh, be doing that. Imagine how quickly and efficiently the gospel and God's truth could be disseminated throughout the world in hundreds of language, languages in an instant. What the devil intends, as always, what the devil intends to be used for evil uh, can be used for God's good. He intends it for his good and truth in the world. And we as the church of God need to own this neutral tool, neutral tool for the glory of God and for the saving of souls. So use it for ideas, information, and facts, research. You can ask it to give you ideas on how to do certain things for whatever it is you're asking about. Husbands, you're out of ideas as to what to give your wife. You can ask ChatGPT or Bard or whatever. So go ahead, give it a try. Just ask what to get her for a birthday or for anniversary. Or anniversary. I dare you. So in the end, just remember this. Keep this in mind that AI is not a conscious entity. And it does not understand what it is saying. Now, it's spitting out information, albeit in a very organized and human-sounding way, in a digital electronic response as it has been designed to do by humans, sinful ones. No matter how much it sounds like a human, it is still not conscious and does not understand what it's saying. It then learns and thinks on its own. And what is also scary is it now creates its own sub-programs in some versions and instances to solve its own problem solving. So it's, it's not your Holy Spirit, it is not your advisor, and it definitely must not be your decider on all things ethical and moral, and definitely not on spiritual things either. So anyway, I hope that this has helped you to understand it all more. Uh, what are your thoughts? Tell me what you think in the uh, comment section below this podcast video uh, or audio version only. And uh, just comment and tell us or shoot an email to info at truthunbound.org. And please, my friend, don't forget to click like, subscribe, follow, and then share this podcast with everyone you can today. And follow Jesus because when you do, you'll always follow the truth. Thank you.